two of the queer review of Thunderball, we look at the friends of 00 Dorothy, aka 007's allies. Individualism and self-reliance are typically seen as masculine traits, but Thunderball's bond is already at risk of tipping over into a masculine caricature, so it's a good thing that he's made to be more reliant on the support of others than he is in any of the three previous Bond films. These include regulars Felix Leiter and Q in the field for the first time, and local contacts Paula and Pinder. It's an early example of the found family or chosen family we typically associate with some of the Pierce Brosnan films and definitely the latter half of the Daniel Craig era. These less traditional conceptions of family inevitably resonate with many queer audiences who may not have the support of people they are related to legally or by blood. If you're interested in the concepts of found family or chosen family, in James Bond, then I did a whole article about this on the Licensed Queer website, as well as folding into lots of the queer reviews, particularly the one for Tomorrow Never Dies. So check those out if you're interested. But for now, let's carry on with the characters of Thunderball. Felix Leiter is once again feminized when placed alongside Bond, a tradition dating back to Fleming's Casino Royale, where Fleming marvelled at the size and strength of Bond's martini. The Central Intelligence Agency operative always has less narrative agency than Bond, and Thunderball is no exception. He's the classic helper who aids the hero on their mission, swooping in to rescue Bond when he's left trapped in a cave by Largo. But when it comes to the final battle, Felix is left behind. In the shooting script, Bond tells him to mind the store. In the finished film, Felix just wishes Bond good luck, but not until he's helped Bond strap on his water jet from Q Branch. When Bond feels self-conscious about strapping on something the size of the kitchen sink, Felix gives his ego a stroke. On you, everything looks good. We all need a Felix in our lives, don't we? Paula Kaplan is a character of a very rare type in Bond, a highly capable female field agent who may want to sleep with 007, but only if the mood takes her. But sex is all there is, and she's not going to lose sleep about it. In modern parlance, Bond might be her friend with benefits. She's certainly not going to be mooning over him when he inevitably has to sleep his way across Nassau for the mission. When Bond asks Paula to tell London I've made contact with the girl, she responds suggestively, it's not what I'd call contact. They share a lovely moment on the boat where they are both complicit in Bond having to use his body to complete the mission. Even though Bond leaves Paula to go off on Domino's boat, Paula doesn't appear phased by his desertion. However, in the shooting script, Paula was intended to look on Domino's departing boat with Bond aboard with, quote, mingled feminine and professional reactions. A hint that she might be jealous? This isn't how the character reads in the finished scene. Martine Bezik herself concurred with my reading of her character, telling me, quote, you're absolutely right about Paula. Yes, she would have probably enjoyed a romp with Bond, but jealousy was not her thing even if she might make a dig at him for his sexual antics. 
When Volpe breaks into Bond's hotel room, Paula is more puzzled than jealous, refusing to rise to Volpe's bait when she says, he has a date with me too. When Paula is kidnapped by Volpe and her men, she puts up a struggle, which is slightly truncated in the finished film. The shooting script reveals that the scene had Paula forcefully refusing to give Volpe any information about the photographs of the Disco Volante. Cue scenes are typically some of the most light-hearted in the Bond adventures. So how are we supposed to take a joke rooted in the horror of anal intrusion? Here Bond is given a homing tablet and asks Q what he should do with it. The pause after Q says, obviously you, allows the audience and Bond to draw their own conclusion before Q supplies the answer. Swallow it. Is this supposed to be a suppository, we think, in the interim? Will we see when Bond inevitably needs to use the pill so he can be rescued? Bond's shoving it where the sun doesn't shine. Connery's line, now, which diffuses the awkward tension somewhat, appears to have been ad-libbed. three of the Thunderball Queer Review, we're going to look at the villains of Thunderball, aka the shady characters. <laughs> <laughs>